Retro Blist is from here on out dedicated to Jane Franklin. The following podcast is a production of Hardly Awesome Studios in association with the network. Find us at BICBP-radio.com. Hey everybody, welcome to Pocket Review episode 13 and we're going to talk about my pick, Wario Land 3. So, uh, I'm going <laughs> to give the I'm going to le- give the lead to Trevor because this game though it was my pick. Um yeah, we're just going to go with that. It's it's a very interesting game and you'll find out soon. This is the that was the one and only time <laughs> I'm probably going to do the uh random uh EverDrive pick, but we'll see. Trevor. <laughs> so yeah, we all thought it was a great idea to do the random pick and and I got to say of all the games that could have been picked, the fact that it was a a first party kind of AAA Nintendo game was kind of lucky. Uh but things were not what we expected. Uh <laughs> First of all, Johnny was sick. I don't think we ever posted this, but he was sick last time we were going to record, so we are a week behind. Yeah, and but, well, man, the the fans, <laughs> the clamoring of Where's our episode? Where's our episode? Oh, if you would have heard it, you should tell us because we we didn't hear it. The only person who asked where the episode was was our producer, who was just making sure he didn't miss it. <laughs> but you know, but, I think we feel good that he's watching out for yeah, us. Yeah, yeah, thanks, Chris. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's actually a good. I'm actually really glad Johnny had explosive diarrhea because oh man, so explosive. It gave me an extra week to try to figure this game out. It was so, on the wh- ceiling. <laughs> Oh gosh, splatter shot! Oh my gosh! So Wario Land Three. He, I think Wario would approve of this humor, though. Um, oh yeah, I, you know, I, Wario I is your. Yeah, I agree. Your more crass um, mascot. He's like the anti Mario. Literally, I think that's how he started. I mean, He's very nineties. The anti Mario, uh, like, <laughs> like anti Christ, but in Nintendo Whoa. form. <laughs> um, I feel like I'm playing Mario Golf right now, and Johnny's playing as Wario. <laughs> but he was introduced i believe in super mario land 3 colon mario, mario. he was uh, was that right he was, his first game was actually mario land 2 six golden coins That's he was right. the, the we villain of this. the game yeah. yes which yeah. we haven't covered that game yet. no we haven't soon so yeah just, let's get a real brief history we covered on this show super mario land which is the first super mario land game on the original fat game boy Makes and sense. Then there's Super Mario Land 2, six golden coins. Uh, and Wario was the villain. Six? That's me. I hope Wario is one of those characters. If you just ignore him, he goes away. <laughs> um, he was the villain in that Not game. so fast. But then Super Mario. <laughs> God almighty. <laughs> My skin is crawling. Oh, okay. Super Mario Land 3. <laughs> was actually the first Wario Land game. Yes. And it was pretty much like a weird Mario platformer, but nonetheless, yeah. it was a weird Mario platformer. And that's exactly yeah. what we expected from this. I mean, that's exactly. what I expected. Me too. Um, He's kind of turned into the penguin. <laughs> <laughs> so then... I'm just going to start mixing. I'm just going to start mixing them with other people like here, here's if ian malcolm was 
<laughs> was Wario. Eh, life. Eh, mm, ah, mm, eh, finds a way. Wow. <laughs> How are you supposed to respond to that? I don't think we can. Um, anyways, Warland 2 then followed <laughs> Warland. Disgust. Travis did that. It's, it's disgusting to struggle. Disgust and struggle just to, to figure out a progress with life right now. I, I started this recording from such a place of anger, and I don't know why it's devolved into this. <laughs> it's all good. Snapped. I mean, you snapped. Yeah, yeah, I did. I've lost it. <laughs> um, yeah, we've all had great days, I think, but it's Friday, so that makes it pretty great. Um, but Worldland 2 is where things started to change, and that was an original Game Boy game, which was also oddly released again for game boy color mm. um and from what i understand it changed things a lot but then wario land 3 which was a game boy color exclusive and the game we played today like took the evolution to the next level to create the mm. game we're about to talk about so mm-hmm. wario land 3 nintendo 2000 so this was like a sort of a swan song for the game boy color it was you know, kind it's of a late a, release a very late release because um, the GBA came out in 2001, as we've mentioned many times on the yes, show. Yes, we have. What are, I, what are they called? What was the last thing called a swan song? I have no idea. Swan song bomb. I've never heard of swan sing. No. Is that the point? The swans don't sing? I don't know. They're mean. I mean They'll attack you. What does a swan <laughs> sound like? Trevor, please give me a swan No! Oh God! Is that get killed? <laughs> yeah, that was an actual swan outside my window. That's a true crime swan story right there. True. Um. So yeah, this was which is funny. Wario's kind of always there at the end of the Nintendo consoles. It seems like because uh, Wario's Woods was the last official NES game from Nintendo. Sure was. And then this the swan goes. I try to recreate Wario. That's a swan, Wario. Swan, swan, Rio. <laughs> we need to get we need to get chris pratt on the line he's probably voicing wario next movie oh okay here's here's wario if he was captain america <laughs> i could do this all day wow it's just it's just him doing quotes that's literally all it is mm-hmm. this is not the episode this is the only fans episode this is not for the new people if you clicked on this because you're just curious about Warrior Land 3, you might want to look elsewhere. <laughs> but it is for the nude people. Yes. Uh, hands up if you're nude. This episode. Uh, listening to this or recording this. <laughs> this episode is for nudes only. Um, Speaking of not that, what was I saying? <laughs> um. Let's get into so, it. Man. Yeah. Wario Land. I don't think it was the Wario Land 3. I don't think it was the last official Nintendo game on the Game Boy Color, but it had to be close. Mm. Um, anyways, so it's a late game. And speaking of being a late Game Boy game from Nintendo, what do y'all think about the graphics? The graphics are pretty good. The The sprites look nice, and it's got good animations. Yeah, I, I think it look, you can tell it's a later generation game. It looks pretty good. Uh, Wario looks really, like, he looks great. He looks fantastic. Yeah. I really like his sprite and all his little actions that he can do. Uh, the one thing I did notice is this is not because I got there. I uh, full disclosure, uh, having a wrist issue 
and holding a controller is difficult for me currently. So I had a very hard time playing this game in the first place, even if it wasn't what it was. Uh, but I did, time. but I did go back and watch. Obviously, like I usually do, the, you know, some YouTube video. By the way, uh, this game takes about over four hours to complete. This is a hefty oh, no, game. No, yeah, no, yeah, for a speedrunner. We'll get yeah. to that. Yeah, and it's like a sixty-hour uh, so game. So anyway, what I was trying to say is the bosses, the boss fights, the boss designs are uh, odd, strange, <laughs> strange, mm-hmm. very strange. They, they. Do you remember MS DOS, Tim? Yes, I do. Yeah, <laughs> they kind of remind me of designs done in MS DOS in a way. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like the giant earthworm. That's just kind of yeah. They're, yeah, they're odd. They're crazy. Um, yeah, I'll say the colors are fantastic and I'll go one further than what Tim said. I think the animations are probably second to none on the Game Boy, like Game Mm. Boy or Game Boy Color. Like his, Wario's animations are beyond for a Game Boy Color game. But I want to talk about those in gameplay. (laughs) Mm -hmm. So for graphics, I'll say it's, it's definitely a 2000 Nintendo published developed Game Boy Color game and it shows it and the animation looks fantastic. Looks fantastic. Uh, I'll be honest. I don't have much to say about the sound of the music. Well, the sound effects <laughs> were pretty good. Yeah, they were. They were fine. The sound effects were on point. I didn't really. I'll be honest. I didn't care that much for the music that I heard. Like it just I, didn't click. It wasn't awful. No, but I feel like they made some strange decisions. the The boss fight music felt really upbeat to me to be a boss fight music yeah and i was trying to understand like i know wario is supposed to be like this off kilter character and i get that aspect of it but i just didn't understand why the boss music was at i mean i i guess because the bosses are kind of goofy but still uh, i would have liked a little bit more uh you know make it sound a little bit like it's a little bit more tense or something like that but it's definitely way more whimsical the uh, the boss music is I yeah. think uh, when Nintendo tries to do quirky music, like offbeat, weird, um, I don't think I always like it a lot. And I think that's what this is. Like it's, um, which is funny because Earthbound, obviously, you know, is quirky as it gets. And I adore that music. But sometimes when they try to be like, I feel like um, it was one of the Mario Kart games, I think. And it's like the, uh, oh, it's just one of the tracks. They try to be like kitty about it. Like, yeah. Like, I don't know how to say it. Yeah, like intentionally over the top, kitty or weird. But then, you, but then they have like the booze house, and that music is oh, incredible, yeah. right? Like it's more tense. It's got more uh, right. minor chords with you know which David played, and it pleased the Lord. Uh, <laughs> and... <laughs> I've been the listening to the first, the soundtrack, the major <laughs> lift. Um, <laughs> but no, yeah, yeah, like really serious, stirring music, like you know Zelda and and Metroid. But then, yeah, like the or the playful, fun music like Mario works so well. But when Nintendo tries to do this kind of offbeat thing, sometimes I don't know what to think about it. And I think that's what Wario kind of is here. But it's not bad. It's just I don't know. I, I didn't. It didn't click with me exactly. Yeah, yeah. it's be- it's better than anything I could ever do. Let Tim yeah. speak. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, yeah. No, I agree with both of you. Um, I didn't exact. I didn't care for the music too much but like you said but the thing i do enjoy about the music is it it set the mood and the tone of the game it fit into i feel the that's true 
Mar the the world of Wario is 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 different than like the world of Mario. You know that it is a little bit, and it's not like but yeah. it's almost like Bizarro World a little bit. I guess. I yeah. Don't know. So and it I fit that. And maybe I was being a little unfair too, because even though I knew, and I feel like I can appreciate things that are offbeat more and more as I get older. A part of me, I think, was still expecting this to be the next Mario Land game. So maybe even with the music, I was a little unfair in that area. I, I love stuff that's offbeat. Like, it's usually yeah. my bread and butter. It's stuff that has, it's kind of quirky, has a sense of uh, it, its own self, right? It's not really trying to really be anything else. It's trying to kind of be its own thing. It uh, has its own personality, especially. I really love that. And this game does do those things, uh, even with the music and stuff. But I'm I'm with you both. I just don't know, and I can't quite explain it. And that's this is kind of my feelings on the game overall, honestly, is I just don't know why it just wasn't clicking for me. I, I felt like it should be clicking, but it just wasn't. Yeah. You still talking about the music, or are you talking about the whole game now? The music especially, yeah. but the whole game as yeah. a whole. Uh, well, gameplay. <laughs> yeah. No, that's, that's, that's a good jumping point, because... I mentioned at the start, I think we all expected when Tim got this random pick, like, oh, yeah, Warrior Land. That's going to be like Super Mario Land. But, you know, later on. Oh, man. So there's so much to dig into here. But I think I just want to highlight for people like us who were ignorant to it, what makes this so different? All right. Let, let me get this out of the way. Um, this game takes, if you're not a speedrunner, I think Johnny might have watched a speedrun. This game takes about 15 hours to clear and about 20 hours to get everything. Wow. Let yeah, that sink in for a Game Boy game. Color platformer. So it's got battery backup. In fact, it saves frequently. This is a beefy game. To put that in perspective, that's about twice as long as Super Metroid, <laughs> which is the other big shock. This is, on paper, a Metroidvania game. I say on paper because I honestly think it's something different in execution. But on paper, it's a Metroidvania game because Wario's abilities are locked away. You only start with like the ability to do a charge dash, which is like your basic attack. That's it, besides your basic running and jumping. Um, and you unlock his abilities as you go. From what I understand, this is the only Wario game that's like that, though. Like the other ones, you start with your abilities is the way I understand it. Um so that is very Metroid-like, uh, just having your abilities locked away. But I don't even think that's what threw us for a loop. What threw us for a loop is this game has a flow to it that's not like anything I've ever played before. It really is its own thing, I think. Like, you go in the first level, and you accomplish something, you make it to a goal, and you might be coming back to that level like two-thirds of the way through the game. And doing something different. Not even... It's like if you combined Metroid, but instead of being like an open world, like Metroid is like a connected world, sort of. This is not really a connected world. It's got a world map like in Mario, like in Mario World. But you might be going back to those same levels 10 times. Yeah, and it's not... The levels aren't as... A maze-like, whatever you want to say, as Metroid. No. But I do got to say, because you do have to keep coming back and uh, doing different things and stuff, I felt just as lost. <laughs> yes, yeah, so this game does not 
spell a lot out for you. No. But there's one thing, and I'll go and say this up front, so people listening to this, should, this is one of the biggest hints I can give, and y'all probably figured this out, but the very first place you start, by the way, the story is bonkers. You can look into that yourself, but basically Wario crashes in a jungle, and he gets tra- uh, trapped in a snow globe by some weird deity, and he has to collect eight music, magical music boxes. So there you go. There's kind of the story. <laughs> As one would. Yes, so just yeah, process that. Is a, is, a, is a giant clown. The, so the DDD, the DDD clown, if you ever go back to him, which is the very first place you go to, and you actually all you have to do is press up when you're on that place on the world map, he'll tell you a suggestion of where to go next, like go to world three level, whatever. Um, you don't have to do that because this is a game that most of the time there's different places you could go and make progress, but he will give you a suggestion. Hey, go there and you can definitely make progress there. Because here's the other thing in this game. You might enter a level and not really be able to do anything. I mean, can you imagine a Mario game, like, say, Super Mario World, where you enter the level, but you can't really make any progress? <laughs> but that can happen in this game because, like, you know what? I just don't think I can do anything in this level. So if you go back to that very starting area, he will tell you a place where you can definitely make progress, basically. Mm. But the goal, did y'all figure that out? Like, that he can yeah. basically point you in the right direction? That does I help thought, some. I thought I was getting stuck at first because I didn't put that together right away. Yeah. No, no, nothing is put together right away in this game. No. Not for me. Um, but the thing is, your goal was ultimately the same. And I didn't get this at first. And I guess I'm an idiot because I didn't read the manual either. But your goal is the same. In each level, there's four treasure chests that are colored and four keys that match those colors. And you find a key, and then you open the treasure chest. That's the goal in every level. And some of these chests aren't even necessary to beat the game. Some of them are. And these treasure chests can be abilities that you need to progress, or they can be things that enhance the game in some way. Like, I went in one level, and I got a treasure chest, and there was a pair of wheels in it. And those wheels, and it shows you this to the game's credit. It's not totally... um, it gives you some guidance. Like, it gives you a lot more guidance than some games. It is still a fairly modern game at the end of the day. But these wheels go in a mine cart that you reach in a much earlier level that was useless. But now it has wheels on it, so you can access okay. more of the level. Uh, one thing I did, it basically got rid of the zombies that were in a level and replaced them with these pitchfork donut-carrying characters that lets you make more progress. I mean, it's just bonkers. Um, but the bottom line is the treasure chests that are important, the ones you have to collect, basically open up new areas or brand new levels. It can be either. Um, and you'll slowly earn your abilities as you go. <clears throat> if y'all have anything to say, just speak up because... Yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm, I got bored. <laughs> oh, oh. I... Uh... <laughs> I have, I have a couple of quick things. I actually just made an analogy. So another <laughs> unique thing about this game is Wario can't die, which is yes. kind of threw me off. And secondly, he has, he absorbs powers from enemies and yes. which is, and you know what the analogy or the comparison I made, have you guys ever played a boy in his blob? 
A I long have time briefly. Ago. Yeah. Yeah. Not so, much. I mean, so what you do is you're, you feed the blob different jelly beans and he'll transform into things to do objectives in the level. And I kind of feel like Wario's the blob and the enemies give him like a donut or, or a lantern. And it gives you a ability for a random amount of time to progress though. These abilities range from anything from uh, turning into a giant like yarn ball and catching on fire and stuff. And you need these abilities to progress. But the problem with it is a lot of the times you really can't control what you're doing. So you'll be running out of control. And sometimes it can be frustrating and to your own detriment when you're like trying to accomplish something, an enemy hits you, you don't die. But next thing you know, you're running out of the room and resetting everything or so that's, and the thing is, that's an element of the game. It's it's like comparable, I guess, to dying, but the same old thing. Like if you're fighting a yeah. boss and you accidentally run out of the room, it resets the boss, but it, it can be equated to if the boss kills you and you have to go back in and start again. But to me, it almost feels more frustrating when that <laughs> happens versus I'd rather just die, start over. Yeah, I was, I was burying the lead a little bit. This is actually, despite everything else I said, this is the big twist. Yeah, it's crazy. You cannot die. And apparently they made a big deal about that, like magazines and stuff at the time. So it sounds like it should be so easy, but it is basically by making it where you can't die, but one hit sends you ba basically back to where you have to get back into the place. It's kind of like a one-hit kill game is what it feels like. Mm. And like Tim said, and I've said this before, like when you're playing a platformer and you fall and just have to do a part over again, I would rather just die. Just kill me. You know, I've said that before, but in this game, you can't die. So you're constantly getting knocked around. I say and... just walking up steps. What? I say, I just try to walk upstairs. Oh yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> what Tim said, like, I, I'm, I'm just going to go and say not to, to spoil my review, but I've been Jekyll and Hyde playing this game. If we had reviewed it, if Johnny didn't get sick and was pooping on the walls and, and smearing it, uh, yeah, like lampshades and stuff, um, wall and, paintings, and yeah, I was gonna say something even more gross. I'm not going to. You, you can uh, making peanut butter and jelly sandwiches and sending them to me, but it wasn't peanut butter. Um, that's gross. That's I put them in a hey, hey hey. I put them in a bag and caught it on fire. So <laughs> the kids still do that it's, nowadays. It's really my fault for eating it. Then I guess. Set the, set the dog. I hope, the I hope kids don't still do that, but I don't think they did that even when we were kids, to be honest with you. I don't ever remember it happening except for on no, TV, just in movies. Dennis the Menace type of thing. No, Price. so yeah, like you face a boss in this and you can never get away. That I've experienced, you can never get away with getting hit more than once without restarting it because no, he doesn't kill you. You don't have lives, you don't have a life bar. But just to give you an example, uh, this earthworm. I think it's the first thing that could be called a boss that I got to. You jump on this platform and the earthworm's there. If he hits you a single time, it turns you into a ball. So you roll off the edge. There's nothing you can do about it. You got to go climb back in through the door and start the whole thing again. So it's basically it's a, it's a one hit kill. It is frustrating. It's frustrating. <laughs> I would rather have a life bar and limited lives than that. Me too. Um, it's, it's so unique. I've never played anything like it. I mean, it doesn't, it maybe doesn't sound unique, but in practice, it really is. You cannot die or you can't kill yourself no matter how bad you want to. But if you get hit, sometimes you're going to wish you died. Now, throughout so the they normal did something, but they didn't 
stop to think if they should. Exactly. Yes. Good original thought. <laughs> the chaos theory. So the the power ups in this game are actually I heard somebody call them like D powers yeah. because and this is the brilliant part of the game to be honest. Yeah, clever girl. <laughs> the brilliant part of the game is that basically Wario is getting the crap kicked out of him like a comic book villain the whole game. Um, instead of getting quote-unquote power-ups, you get caught on fire. You get electrocuted. You get flattened like a pancake. Um, you get welcome to Jurassic Park. You get turned into a zombie. Hold on to your butts. Uh, you turn into a vampire at one point. I'm just trying to think of the ones I saw. And some of them are just annoying, but some of them are necessary to progress. Like, for example... You might get turned into a like you get flattened, and now you can fit into an area you couldn't fit in before. Yeah, shut up, Trevor. What are you going to say, Tim? I uh, the uh, the unique <coughs> one of the unique. Sorry, Tim. Uh, Sorry, Tim. That's okay. <coughs> Screw you, Johnny. All right, go ahead, Tim. Let, let the, uh, Tim speak. <laughs> the uh, the the lantern and it it uh, makes you invisible because there's certain doors with eyes that you have to pass through. The yeah. problem is the darn game. It, unlike other games that like you know you'll be invisible and it'll show like a vague outline of where you are no it's like it, they go all right we're just gonna use the flicker effect so half the time i kept falling down because you could barely see yourself to make these jumps and that was kind of irritating but um it's interesting yeah, yeah you can turn invisible but it's yeah like the whole game it's for every time I get so frustrated, then something just so clever girl happens. And I like, I love this game. Like, And they clock the T-Rex at 45 miles per hour. That's amazing. Like the level with zombies, the zombies are kind of cool, but also kind of annoying because it just wastes your time. That's the thing. The quote unquote transformations of this game, sometimes they just waste your time. They don't actually hurt you. You just got to wait till you turn back normal. And that's life, right? Transformations in life are sort of the same. That way. is life. And I, I mean, don't appreciate phases. Things. Right, I went through my emo music phase. Oh God, yeah. you did, and you know, listen to those like bands like, uh, uh, you know, what's Stain, the, I, Creed. Yeah, those Creed is like, the biggest emo N- band. N- Nickel, Nickel's <laughs> back. I was thinking more like uh, uh, AFI or or My yeah. Chemical Romance. Was it Fallout Boy? Uh, yeah, Fallout Boys. Uh, we all go through those phases, right. uh, you know. And is it a waste of time? Probably. <laughs> <laughs> where do you go from true. here yeah but i do but true. i will say my chemical romance they did put out a good album at one yeah they got uh, good they got some good tunes yeah the dance parade or whatever that one's called but speaking about a dance parade i mean that's kind of what this game is it's it's Bulls kinda, on parade it's kind of parading over your time sometimes like you just gotta wait you gotta wait till you turn back human or wait till you're not flat anymore but yeah. then i mean are we human or are we dancer you know I can't remember the next line. I can't. I was I was going to do I can't. I literally can't. My mind is gone. Um, but then it'll do something amazing. I mean, amazing is a strong word, but I'll say out loud, excuse me, bodily function. That was disgusting. I actually said out loud, okay, this game is great. When I went back to the level that did have zombies, and now it's got these dudes <laughs> with massive donuts on pitchforks, and they throw them at you and you turn into a blob, like you just turn fat. And now you can like fall through stuff. It's like, okay, that's pretty yeah. great. And that's mm-hmm. what I really related to this game. Right. I mean, it, we were just right there in the game. Like it actually put me yeah. and Johnny in there. And that was awesome. I, and we didn't get paid for it, by the way. No. 
No, we ought to not. sue Nintendo. We'll be the first ones to sue Nintendo for using our likenesses. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah. So, how frustrating has so, this episode been for you, Trevor? Give me a scale. Pretty, <laughs> pretty frustrating. Like I feel like you're trying so, to give me the experience <laughs> of playing the game without understanding what it is. Yep. So. What, so really what we're trying to say is if the Pirates of the Caribbean breaks down, the pirates don't eat the tourists. <laughs> <laughs> Thank, you. Thank you. That's a good, That's point. good point. So another frustration. Um, there's four keys and four chests in each level, but when you go back into a level, it doesn't show you which ones you've gotten. I don't understand that at all. That I bet the only one who likes this game is that blood-sucking lawyer. <laughs> Lord of mercy. How do we even get on Jurassic Park? I started it. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah. Anyways, why doesn't it? I don't know. Like, I, I don't know what the point of continuing right now is. There isn't one. Um, yeah. I think we've hit the high parts anyway. We've yeah. the uniqueness yeah. of the game anyway. I mean, uh, there's at least one more thing that I liked, but was also a little frustrating. And that is. Throughout this game, once you reach a certain point, you're playing a golf mini game. Yeah. The odd thing yep. is that the mini game is always a golf mini game. It changes the holes around, but it's always the same mini game. And you actually have to clear it in par to basically lift a block. It actually says right on it, mini game block. And this block will be blocking your path. And so you've got to go and clear the mini game to lift the block. It's such a weird thing, but I really enjoyed that kind of reprieve from the rest of the game. Um, mm. So I enjoyed that. Like I said, it really frustrates me that it doesn't – like when in Metroid, it's just so satisfying to know how many collectibles you've gotten, if you've been in a room or not. But in this one, when you go back in a level, when you press pause, it doesn't show you which chest you've gotten, which keys you've gotten. Um, you just kind of got to either remember or just – hope you get one you've not gotten before. I thought that was kind of odd, but I mean, I guess not a deal breaker. There's Battery coins in the game. Helps a lot though. Right. There's coins okay, in the game. Giant coins. So yeah, this game is Mu- so much. This, the, the, the musical coins and there's regular yes. coins and you have to use the coins to, uh, th- to play the mini game, I believe. Um, yeah. Yeah. To each try at the mini game cost, it's like 10 coins. Yeah. Um, and sometimes I had to try a bunch of times. So you need to collect these coins. But the big coins are totally optional. I don't even know what they do, but I do know there's eight in each level. And if you don't finish all of them in one run, when you leave the level, they go away. So you've got to do all eight at a time. So that's wow. pretty hardcore. That's It's like the hardcore mode, I guess. <sighs> so it's a Metroid kind of, but also you just enter levels like Mario style. It's not all connected. And it's got some weird stuff going on. Um, and it'll last you about 15 to 20 hours. And would you say it's backup. almost would you say it's almost puzzle elements to it as well? It's it like does, a puzzle yes. game. Yeah, yeah just it's like a puzzle game. Yeah. Let me give a quick example of that. That's a great example. But it is a cool kind of puzzle. It's not like a I don't know, a mathematics puzzle. It's very physical. Like you might turn into a ball and you got to figure out how to get yourself to the right area. And mm. so it does have really good platforming in it at times because you've got to have precision platforming to basically solve the puzzle, so to speak. So it's 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 unique. It really is unique, and it's basically impossible, I think, to explain it. Um, but 
I don't know. Y'all, I know Johnny doesn't. Do you have anything else to say to him? <laughs> no, I mean, I think we I think we covered about everything. I mean, the uh, oh, real real quick, I thought some of the boss fights were pretty and a little different, at least. Even if I didn't think the character designs were great, like uh, one of them, uh, basically there's this turtle and he's kind of playing a goalie for soccer and you're trying to knock the bunny into the goal with a oh, yeah. turtle catching it. Like See, that's, that's cool. That's different. And I thought that was cool. Tortoise in the hair, you know. Yeah, I like it. Yes. Yeah, so, uh, huh. Let's go in order of what I think will be the scores. Johnny, Tim, Trevor. <laughs> oh man, this is tough. <laughs> it I don't, really is. I don't feel uh, because of my lack of being able to really, really play it that my score should 100% count. <laughs> I was going to say, I mean, but I'm still going to give and it. That's a score. up to you. Yeah, that's up to you if you want to give a score yeah. or not. I'm still going to give it a score because I did play. Do you even call these levels? Like it's just such a weird game. I don't even know what you what do you even call it. Ah. Uh, they- yeah yeah i mean they're levels but yeah you don't like areas you won't beat the first level till the end of the game (laughs) that's the crazy i played quite a bit of the first area all right we'll we'll say that i think i kind of alluded to it earlier where this was a game this is one of those games that i feel should have really clicked for me because on paper it has a lot of stuff that i would find interesting you know, um, the character designs, you know, Warrior himself, uh, his, you know, the, the little differences that he decided to make to make his game kind of stand out from Mario games. But in making those differences, I think they felt they needed to uh, kind of add the difficulty since you, you know, like, you can't die as Wario, you know, so they made the game more frustrating in a way by doing that, which is a weird decision, right? Like, uh, you know, they, they could have simplified a lot of this stuff, um, but that's not what they did here. So this is very tough. I, I can't give it under a five. There's just too much quality here. And so I just can't do that. It's definitely above a five. I don't. I think the music. This is again. This is my opinion. I think the music is mediocre. Uh, but in fairness, it's mediocre compared to other Nintendo games, right? Which have a high pedigree when it comes to music. So, uh, and the gameplay is very different, and it tries the the graphics. I think is where this game really stands out. Graphically, this game looks is beautiful. I'm going to give this a man. This feels so low, but it's, I'm going with it, a six. I think it's a six. It's a quality game, but it it just makes so many weird decisions, and it just didn't click with me. And it made me really. It actually made me really sad that I couldn't click with this game. Honestly, <laughs> I was going to say, uh... <laughs> gosh. That was a bad Trevor's bro- Oh, Trevor, it's going to be okay. No need to cry. Um, did this bring to mind Tales Adventure for you a little bit? Because it just wasn't what we expected. Yes. Yes. That's a wow. great, that is a great comparison. It really is. Like Tales was a game I really want to love. It was a character I obviously adore. Uh, but in my brain, I was like, well, as long as it's sort of like a Sonic game, I'm going to love this. 
but they they just went a, a different way with it, right? And they yeah. kind of did the same thing here. Like they would have made this more like a um like a weird version of a Mario game. I probably would have liked this way more. But uh man, a six, and I feel that's that's pretty fair from where I'm coming from. Uh keep in mind again, I didn't get to play as much as I wanted. And uh again, this is just opinions. Uh, I'm really curious after we give our scores what uh, you know what the uh, me- the media gave this game. Very uh, yeah, I, that. I, yeah. I'm going to pull that up because it's interesting. I'll put it that. Okay. Go ahead, Tim. Yeah, um, I gotta agree with Johnny a lot. Um, it's not what I expected, and it pains you to say that. It it, it really <laughs> does. It does. Agree with uh, Johnny is that? I mean, that'll get you canceled. I'll be honest. Whoa. Whoa. So. It's it's obviously it's going into this. I assumed it was going to be like any other Mario platformer because I have played you know super quote Super Mario Land three Wario Land and that's basically and it, it's a Wario platformer and that's kind of what I expected this to be. Um, I I want to say too, it's like I really never completely clicked with me. It took a little bit for it. I did start getting a grasp of what was going on. But I want to say it never really clicked with me. So I'm basically copying Johnny's uh, review to the most point, because the thing is, there's a ton of quality here and it's a very unique game. Um, In research, I heard a bit about Wario Land 2, which is very similar to this, but it also it seemed from what I heard about it, it was a little bit more streamlined. I might have liked that one a little more and maybe going from that one into this one, I would have liked it a little bit more. But at the same time, I can't give this one a terrible score because it is a there's a lot here. There's a lot of creativity and, you know, everything we've already mentioned multiple times. But it's I'm, I'm going to give it a six point five. I'm going to go a little a little bit, but and I'm not going to say I'll never go back to it, but um, I definitely would need to put a little bit more time into it. So I heard on a podcast, so I was so, I'll I'll be honest with you. We act like idiots. I mean, I burp and cough on the microphone. We talk about diarrhea, but in a weird, in my own weird way, I take this show really seriously. (laughs) I always have. You can ask Johnny. I like, I used to buy all the games we covered on our show. If I didn't have them, like I didn't want to emulate them. I would just buy them. I've always been a little weird about trying to take the show seriously. And I was kind of stressed out after when we were supposed to record that initial week, because it's like, I've played this game for a few hours and I don't know how I'm going to review it. I don't, I don't know how, how I'm going to review it because I would love it. And then I would hate it. And then I would love it again. And then I would hate it. But I'm glad I had these extra few days um, because I've come out on the end that for me, this game is worth the pain it puts you through. But I don't blame anyone, even Johnny, as much as I would like to, for not necessarily thinking it's worth the pain. And pain's a weird word, but it is... One podcast I listened to said, this might be the most, as far as the systems at play here, this might be the most complicated, complex Game Boy Color game. Like, not complex in that you need to be smart to figure it out, but complex and there's just so much going on. There's just so much to it. Um, 
but what I've discovered that for me, those moments when it works for me, I've actually said out loud several times playing this game. Wow. I mean, I've actually said, wow. And it just, it builds. It's like a domino effect. If you play it and you keep playing and you keep playing it, you'll end up back in levels that you were at two hours ago and you access something. And the way you access it is so clever. Like, wow, that's, so that's how I do that. And it actually does tap into the part of Metroid that I love and that sense of discovery. Um, but it takes a while to get there. It took a long time to click with me. And I don't appreciate how it wastes my time. I just wish I would die and restart the level instead of being sent down a chute and have to make my way back to the boss room or just wait until I'm done being electrocuted so I can move again. And it doesn't even matter. It's not even hurting me. Just let me go. You know, that gets under my skin. So that's going to affect my score. But I'm going to land on an eight out of 10, which might seem high to y'all. But it's kind of in the middle of where my emotions are with this game. I've gone from a six. I'm, I'm talking like 9.5 territory at its highest moments. It's like wow. brilliant at its highest moments. But I can't give it a 9.5 because it gets under my skin the next moment. So I'm giving it an eight. And I have a cart on the way from eBay. <laughs> because I decided I want to play this the way it's meant to be played on my handheld. And it's there's so much game here. It's an incredible value if you like it. That being said, gentlemen... We were all way too harsh on this game, according to critics. Back in 2000, IGN gave it a 9 out of 10. Wow. GameSpot, 9.8 out of 10. Whoa. It was considered AAA, incredible swan song for the Game Boy Color. It was considered a masterpiece. Like, it's one of those games, and it's so weird because Wario is a crass, rude character, but it's one of those games that was kind of like a critical darling but you've almost got to, it's not like, I don't know if it's for the masses. Like you've got to be willing to put in some work. <laughs> well, in fairness, a lot of those new yeah. Star Wars movies that critics love, a lot of people hate. So that's true. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It averaged a nine out of 10 uh, from the critics that I can find. So it was critically claimed. Overall, people love it, but also some people agree with what y'all are saying and what I'm saying too. Basically, I agree with literally everything y'all said. It's just after playing more, the good outweighed the bad for me. And I think it's a pretty brilliant game, but man, can it be frustrating? So I don't know if that helps anyone who's trying to decide if this game's for them or not, but I think you owe it to yourself to give it a chance. I think any game that has a mechanism in it, and there's other games that have done this where it doesn't necessarily kill you. It knocks you backwards and you got to climb all the way back up to get to the, to get to where you need to get to. Yeah. Any game that does that, I'm knocking two points off easily. (laughs) It lost a point for that for me. That's the thing that made that's the main thing that frustrated me. Yeah. yeah. That's a stupid mechanic. Uh, game developers don't do that. No, I did. And to be honest, I don't think they return to that in the next one, which was for Game Boy Advance, Wario Land 4. So I think they pulled back on some of the ideas in this game. So I don't think we're alone in being a little frustrated. But it was considered brilliant. And I agree, it's brilliant, but it is uh it's like a diamond with sharp edges that cut your hands. What, um, what's this game go for? Is it, is it reasonable? Well, you bought one. So yeah, I bought one, um, seven, at, $70. No. It's about a thousand dollars. No, whoa, it, <laughs> that's low. That's so, really taking out your entertainment budget. <laughs> so I bought a loose cart for as cheap as I could find it. And as cheap as you can find it is about 30 bucks. 
Oh, oh no. But yeah, that's 30 not bad. to 40 dollars. Yeah, that's, that's not, not outrageous. For a game that'll last you 20 hours, it's not bad. No, not <laughs> at all. Like There's it. a lot of game there. Yeah. No. Uh Warrior Land 2 actually goes for about 40 bucks because I was thinking I would I think I actually might like that better. I want to try it, but it's not cheap either. But yeah. All right. Well, so this is technically Pocket Reviews approved. Yeah. Uh Trevor, you're picking the next uh, game for Pocket Reviews. What? will it be so i'm not doing the random pick because i you want like to do random all... pick all right random pick here we go no i feel like we all deserved a little break and i know johnny thinks that i personally have a vendetta against him and i'm against everything he stands for i thought that day one i mean his bigotry does you know it's hard for me to accept um he has some no i'm just kidding but but i actually did think johnny needs to win a little bit i mean this was more work than any of us expected, but yeah, there's been a lot me. of games in this pocket review, specifically in the pocket review, in the 13 games we've covered, there's a lot that just were not Johnny's kind of game. Yeah. The only <laughs> the only positive things in my life have come from sheer pity. Yes. So I have been into racing games lately because we covered OutRun. Yep. And, and we're going to do Rad Racers. Yep, Rad Racer, and I'm so excited. That's next on Retro Blist. And there's a couple I threw around, but I think Johnny's going to like the one I picked. So this is a Game Boy Color game. So we're going to stick with Game Boy Color. Um, it is a game starring a certain Disney mascot with uh, a curly tail and ears. Oh, oh yeah. Well, I don't know what that was. Sorry. Uh-huh. And it's developed by a certain major British publisher. And I do believe must have been a lot of the same people who made a little series called RC Pro-Am because it very much is similar. And that is Mickey Speedway USA for the Game Boy Color. Nice. Mickey Speedway USA, a top-down RC Pro-Am style racer. I Um, hope I hate it. (laughs) There was N64 version, but that's totally different. This is the Game Boy Color version, and Johnny's probably going to hate it. What should be what should be like the most complicated top down racer of all time? Spoiler, it's for children. Very also spoiler, it may not be easy. There we go. Yeah. Yeah. That's my that's how it goes. Very quick before we end, can we uh fan out a little bit and just be excited about something that was announced recently that we've tried to wish into existence for years? The little- I, I I think this was because of Retro Bliss. All three of us have said we wanted this multiple times. What is it, Tim? It's the Kawabunga Collection coming to uh, all major consoles and including basically every Ninja Turtles game on Nintendo, Super Nintendo, and Genesis. Some even and with online play. And handheld. Yeah. The three the three on Game Boy, the three on Nintendo, Super Nintendo, Turtles in Time, Hyperstone Heist, all three versions of Tournament Fighters. And the which, arcade with, versions. Of and the two arcade games. versions. Which yeah. is just overkill. That they have it a is. three versions yeah. of Tournament Fighters. That is and, wild. Yeah. Uh, the <laughs> Super Nintendo version apparently has online play for Tournament Fighters too, which will be interesting. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah, so. multiple of the games are going to have online play. Um, so I think basically the big ones, you know, like Turtles in Time. The arcade versions. The yeah. arcade versions, which is awesome because those are four-player. Yeah, so yeah, this yeah, is. I'm amazing. excited. Yep. Yeah, uh, I haven't got a physical copy of a game in a long time. Uh, I'll be honest. This is this will change that. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, I'll be honest. I feel like 
RetroBliss Pro Tip, because my brother likes to make fun of us because I tell people not to buy things, and then they end up being worth a lot of money. That's true. I genuinely believe the Switch, because people are nostalgic for Nintendo and for cartridges, I do yeah. believe the Switch version of this game, the physical copy, will hold its value forever and only go up in price. I because agree. it's all these classic Nintendo Turtles games, plus some Sega ones as a bonus. Especially after the license will in it, the license will in you know will as they all do. Yeah, will get get weird and uh, it'll be unavailable at some point. That's yeah, what yeah. happens. That's what happens every time. It does. I guess yeah. it has a. The game does apparently have a forty dollars price point that I saw. I don't know if that's, but that's but three dollars a it, game. Yes, please. I mean, yeah, exactly. And that's the thing is, if you, and these games aren't cheap anymore. No, no. You, go on eBay right now. Look up yep. Turtles in Time. Look up Hyperstone Heist. The, the 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 NES version of Tournament Fighters is ridiculous expensive. I think it's hundreds of dollars. You know yeah. what I mean? It's yeah. just it's insane. It's insane. Yeah, and so. they're always and these. And if you get in a digital, I guarantee you this game will go on sale multiple times too. Oh, it will, yeah, hundred yeah. so, yeah. um, percent. Also, real quick, uh, a lot of you have been questioning <laughs> us about really getting YouTube stuff going, and I'm very happy to say that uh, Trevor and I, along with our buddy Andrew from uh, Let's Talk No Politics, okay, are starting a YouTube series uh, in which we decide: Did we need this? And basically, the premise is each episode we're going to play uh, and talk about a game that's based on a property uh, of some sorts. You know, think like literally, like recently we played Top Gun. You know, something like that. Uh, and we'll decide: uh, did we need this? So stay tuned for that. Uh, that's coming very, very soon. Yes, our hand has been forced. That's right. Our faces <laughs> must appear on the internet now. Oh God! God help us. <laughs> Blindness is going to increase tenfold. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna lose uh, more patrons. <laughs> <laughs> That's what they look like. You can only lose so many. That's the good news. That's yeah. <laughs> That's the bright side. All right. Once you've lost them all, you can't lose anymore. That's right. Once you get down to zero, uh, you're just zero. <laughs> but guys, I'm I'm excited. We have I guess our next two games are racing games, Mickey. Speedway and Rad Racer. I'm honestly excited about the next couple of weeks. And we already yeah. played Outruns. So we've done a lot of racing. Yep. A lot of racing. I am not looking forward to whatever our, our opening skit will be for Rad Racer. Because, uh, uh, you know, just God help us all. You're not going to uh, top the Outrun one. The Outrun opening so. skit. I don't think that's ever going to get topped. No, I was very was proud of a good word for that. Yeah. Uh, but th- thank you, Perfect listeners, word. for listening. We very much appreciate all of you. For Trevor, for Tim, I'm Johnny. Uh, until next time, uh, remember, um, life, uh, it, uh, it finds a way. Some nice jugs. <laughs>